When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Thank you so much for having us on. Oh yeah, I love. I love. Nice to have you. Um, this is uh, a little precursor uh, podcast, actually, because we're going out tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And we can talk about that in a minute. Coming up on the podcast uh, today, we have news from the north. Mine is career related. Okay. My, well, I'm going to use my Scotland pass okay. today. Yeah, and yeah, we, we'll explain enough. that later on. Uh, so we've got news from the north. We're going to be talking about our mothers. June and Sheila. Where would we be without them? Oh. <laughs> They're coming up a little bit later we've on. We've got correspondence. We've got your correspondence to the podcast. Oh, lovely. And then also, I'm going to play Would You Rather. Yes. Yes, you are under my guidance. <laughs> But yeah, this is a bit of a we're we're going out. We're a bit giddy about it. Sarah's got a full face of makeup on. Do you know what? I double took when I walked (laughs) in. Who are you? Oh, hi, Sarah. My lip liner's very high. Very, very high. It looks good there. Well, that's kind, darling. We'll see how it looks at the end of the night. I've had a spray tan today. I'm still activating. Do you know what? You're glowing. Yeah, listen, it needs to be mattified. We need to do a bit of a wash. And just before we started recording, Sarah's like, listen, we've got to go because we're going out. She's got all like going out anxiety. I've got a bit Gatwick dad She's, about going out. You'd be at the door. If, if we're going out as kids, you'd be at the door like opening it going, cab's here, come on. And I'd be like, I've just poured another drink. Let him wait five. <laughs> it's fine. You know full well that you and I would get in a cab with a drink. Absolutely. I've always got one for the road. Yeah, literally. Yeah, then you've got a moving bar. Great. Yeah. I hate sobering up. (laughs) It's awful. (laughs) There's no chance of it, don't worry. I can't risk sobering up. But you know, like, sometimes when you, like, live out out of town, you've got, like, a 40-minute journey in. That can be harrowing. Yeah. You can almost enter the hangover on that. Also, I mean, if you go on public transport for any of that journey, um, the stark lighting, I mean, nothing sobers you up. That's like why a strip they created lighting. gin and tonic in a can, yes. vodka soda in a can, peel back wines. Peel back wines. It's all there for drinking on the move. It absolutely is. And they're quite pokey. Gin and tonics in a can. Because aren't they like two and a half measures? Yeah. Super pokey. Massive pokes. Um, I've also got fake eyelashes on, which is slightly already... They're tickling your fringe, aren't they? They are. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be knotted in. Jules, my, my eyelashes, they've got them. It's gone. almost like someone's blowing loads of air in your face. Like yeah. you're doing that thing with your eyes. Like, oh, God. If I'm squinting <laughs> later on tonight by the bar. Um, also, I've had my hair put up. Now, is it falling down? A little bit. Are you joking? 
No. Is it falling down at the back? No, just a little, just a tiny bit. It's coming You're going to have to put it back up. How good are you with hair? Rubbish. No. That awful. I do tans and makeup, sweetie. Hair is not my bag. Oh, my God. We've got to get you trained up, I'm afraid. Quick. Tonight's the night. Look, I tell you what, if we just... You'll have to push pins in. Don't take any out. Noted. Yeah, like... In, ka- not out. Like a plum. What, <laughs> what if I hit scalp? Fine. Just keep going. Keep going. Just push in <laughs> and get their hair in. Have you got any hairspray? No, but... Uh, Today's going to be... Okay. We'll put you behind a bus or something. <laughs> that'll, <laughs> that'll hold it in place. Driver, driver. I'm like, Roy, put it on. Put the accelerator on. <laughs> get it there we go. She's done. Come on. <laughs> Covered in smog. How's your day been? Oh, busy. Very busy. But I have reaffirmed my love with kitchen roll. <laughs> When did you fall out of love? Never really, but I just decided that this is the time that I want to talk about it. Kitchen roll literally has multifunctional usage. Yeah. Like you, it's insane the stuff that you can do with kitchen roll. Like it's like a disposable tea towel. Yeah. So it saves washing. Uh, Yeah. Good for surfaces to clean down. Great for poached eggs. Really good for poached eggs. What? So brilliant. Good for lining Tupperware with when you're transporting baked goods. Yeah, true that. Yeah. Um, What else is it good for? Good for when you wash makeup brushes, you rest them on the kitchen towel. That dries them. It's all that. I'm literally, I'm yet, I'm constantly mind blown by kitchen towel. (laughs) The only thing is about kitchen roll, not very environmentally friendly when used in copious amounts. I'm sure they're planting trees somewhere. Well, I think they are. Sometimes they have the little trees. It's on a cycle, isn't it? Yeah. Not a fan of comedy print. No. You know, like a snowflake for Christmas. <laughs> no. Just give me your bog standard white four ply. Would you substitute a napkin with kitchen roll? Never. That's a whole different drawer. <laughs> yeah. Napkin shopping. Oh my God, I don't know what to do with myself. The aisle in Ikea. Cheap, affordable napkins with bright, vibrant prints. How are you not into that? I'm totally into it. Stripes, motifs, the whole shebang. Yeah. Love a heart napkin when it's around Valentine's oh Day. Oh my gosh. Pastels at Easter. I like a mini as well, like a mini napkin, you know, just for one Corners. small... Yes, one small mince pie. Don't have a whole napkin, simply have a small one. Oh, great. Sheila has yeah. a whole napkin drawer. I can believe it. Like, and you open the napkin drawer and it's organised by like cloth, silk, waffle, things for rings and then in for the paper napkins she's got them in summer boxes, you know, with the weights so they don't blow away. Yes. She's got them all in there. June's got that with the little chain on with the They're thing. They're great. When do you get to the point where you need one? When do you get to the Maybe point? Maybe I'll get one for my 30th. Sheila asked me what I wanted. <laughs> Perfect. Nope. Great. Done. A weighted napkin tray. Gorgeous. Perfect. I love, I love a linen napkin. Yeah, they're good, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, but I'd never, I wouldn't, I don't do you own think that's one. like a wedding present that you get? Yeah, back in the day, you'd get it, what do they call it? Your bottom drawer. You'd put Steady. it all. Yeah. What? <laughs> I'm only used to the top one, Cherub. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, they used to keep babies in bottom drawers. What? Yeah, you know, if you were like... <laughs> you in... can tell we're from the north. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I've got a bed. Seven up, seven down. Whack it in, draw. Don't worry. Put <laughs> it in the bottom drawer. It'll be fine. Don't forget about it. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I know they do that with lambs at lambing season. They put them in the bottom oven of an agar. An agar, if you're not sure what one is, is like a cooker that you have in farmhouses. It's always on. It's a big 
hearth is the right word. Yeah, like, yeah. And so when lambs are born, they put them in the bottom oven to keep them warm, and then they keep alive if they're a bit delicate. Well, I mean, so that's essentially what your family are doing with babies. <laughs> Did June just hey, shove hey. him in? I didn't say my family. Mm. I said way back when. Um, lambs in the bottom drawer. I mean, that must have gone horribly wrong at some point. Well, I'm sure. That's Ooh. like, actually, Sheila's parsnips one Christmas. She totally forgot about them. Then halfway through the meal was like, oh, the parsnips. <laughs> Screamed parsnips, ran to the arga. <laughs> Charcoal sticks. The, the thing is... She then the... insisted we drew something with them, so we used them. <laughs> she was like, I burned the parsnips. Quick, open your napkins and draw. Motifs. <laughs> I love it. Modern art out of it. Picasso would have done the same. Napkins, easels, all the same. Yes. Good point, actually. Very hard to write on kitchen roll, though. Not good writing on kitchen roll. Napkins, fine. Yeah. Yes. Tricky. Tricky. But you know how you're the face of feta? Yes. I think I could be the face of kitchen roll. (laughs) Yeah. Like, big time. Like, I'm so passionate. Like, I would happily, in a kitchen roll advert lean and lunge for a wipe yes you know like a real slow sexy maneuver as i wipe the surface beautiful like that i'd be like what's this feta and then your face could appear out the feta go it's me sarah and i'd be like wiped in the bin see ya (laughs) landing in the bin god i think there's i mean look who is the face of kitchen roll no one it's an open market there's an opening the bar i reckon is pretty low and i could leap and jump yes you'd be passionate more than passionate and because you know when you're a bit of a celeb you get the deals don't you yeah you could fill that garage with kitchen roll oh you'd never have to buy it again you'd never be without never be a wet surface ever again (laughs) long live dry life (laughs) (laughs) does sound like incontinence it's straying towards incontinence yeah you shouting long live dry life or just out of the aa yeah Yes. Neither of us will ever go there. Yeah, no, no. The, my biggest fear about being an alcoholic is that you would never be able to drink again. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's kind of the thing, I isn't know. it? Well, you know, I mean, so- I, I imagine it must be completely <laughs> harrowing and horrific to be alcoholic. But if, if yeah. you know, if it got to the point where they were like, you, you can't drink I, ever again. I love the fear of the fear for you of turning into an alcoholic is must be the stopping at the end of the night. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. I don't want to. This is too good to never revisit. Yeah, exactly. I can't. I can't keep going because what if I go too I'm far? I'm finding that as I'm getting a bit older, I'm not really into like. I mean, I I like big, still like big nights out, but I'm much more Malta Animac. Yeah, but much more into afternoon wines. Yes, I'm a really big fan of turn three o'clock. Pop open that cork. Yeah. Let's have a wine and a chat. Absolutely. And, and you just slowly chill out. But the problem is sometimes there's no break. No. That's it then. I was going to say, I'd I'd finish quite early as a result of that. Because you hit the wall, I'd probably you? finish early, like, say, four or something. <laughs> PM. <laughs> um, I'd have to go to bed. I'd have to have a little nap, I think. Then I could go again. Siesta. Yeah, I'm a big fan of a disco nap. Big fan. I can't nap. Can't you? No. Oh, I feel for you. It's really, it's really annoying because yeah. if I nap, I then won't go to sleep in the evening. Right. I am literally, as a human being, I have been designated a strict eight-hour window of sleep. If I sleep either side of that eight-hour window, I've ruined it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It, my, my body clock is hardcore. Whereas I'm like a baby and can just put myself back no. to sleep over and over and over again. Mm-mm. Getting up's probably the hardest thing I do in my life. 
actually. It, do you know what? It is a struggle every morning. Every morning. I just said, I, I said this on a YouTube video, but some people are like, I'm a morning person, morning. No. No. I'm so nocturnal. Yeah. If I, I like, I think my spirit animal is like an owl or a shrew or a badger. Maybe a possum. <laughs> I'm putting you down for a badger. Cool. I'll yeah. go with it. Okay. But like, I'm just like, I'm not. I have to get up and I literally walk like an ape in the morning. <laughs> like, it's just really sluggish. Coffee goes on, yeah. cold shower. And like, it's weird. So on YouTube, they do this thing like morning routines and YouTubers act out the morning routines. So like, yeah. you wake up and they're like, ah. Oh. And then I check my phone and then I maybe message my friend and I'm like, oh my God, if I filmed it, I'd be like, oh God, what's this? Hair everywhere. I wouldn't look fresh and I'd just be like knocking things over, (laughs) glugging water, looking at some kebab box on the floor like, (laughs) Christ, what happened last night? You should do it. (laughs) And all the the YouTubers that wake up looking immaculate can all cock off. (laughs) Yeah, no one does it. No one does. Liars. This was filmed at two in the afternoon. And I can see bronzer on that flannelette top. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Right. Should we have a little bit of correspondence? Oh, go on then. Oh, yes, right. I love correspondence because this is where we read out tweets or letters from you and it's just gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah, it's one of our favourite things and in the like world. And we like to envisage... Oh! Ah! What I'm was it? Oh, no, a pin's dropped out. Oh. How do I look? Oh, um... Does it look awful? No, it's fine. Look, just leave it like that. Okay, fine. You never know what's going to drop out. No. <laughs> Sorry, dear listener, a pin fell right. out of oh, my hair. Right. Um, As we were saying, yes. correspondence, we are going to read tweets from you. We love getting tweets from you. If you want to tweet us. I'm at this Sarah Powell. And I am at Jules Von Hepp. Um, I'm going to kick this off. This one comes from Stella. Her handle is hello, I'm Stella A. Uh. Yes, good. Stella A. Uh. Mm-hmm. Monday morning, done right. Okay, uh, finger emoji. <laughs> <laughs> at Jules Varnette, at this Sarah Powell. And then she's tweeted a picture of us. Great. Simple to the point. Stella, I like it. Love that we're with you on Monday, Stella. Yeah. It's Stella. We're with you all the way, Stella. <laughs> okay, this tweet has come in from Sean. Hello, Sean. Hi, Sean. Sarah and Jules, the podcast, best part of the week. Oh. Which is very kind, Sean. Thank you so much it for is, that. Though. <laughs> I mean, it is. Fact. The best time of our week. God, I'm lolling. I hope you are. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. Uh, This one comes from Melissa Parr. Uh, Jules Van Epp just recently discovered you on YouTube and have fallen in love. Oh, Oh. amour. A little shameless plug there for (laughs) the uh, the, Jules Van Epp YouTube. (laughs) Just widen that door frame, mate, because my head's got a little bit bigger. (laughs) And... uh, I'm now enjoying your podcast as well. Happy Sunday. Oh, okay, fine. She can stay. Yeah, there yes. we go. There yeah, we go. You can come, come on in. in. <laughs> come in, Melissa. Listen, um, we'd love you to write to us. Um, we will give out the PO box at the end of the podcast. And also, it's on the little description it is, there as yes. well if you fancy writing to us. Anyway, my cherub. Yes. How's June? Well, June's great. June's been up and down to London, you know. Fancy. Honestly, up and down like a bride's nighty. I can't tell you. <laughs> And she came, she came down. <laughs> she came down, um, and she she was on on board on the train, and she said there was the worst people pollution 
you could ever imagine. What does she mean? Well, I wasn't sure, but it turns out there were some very noisy people. Oh. On the, apparently, they were very drunk. They were really talking a bit a lot. like noise pollution, but from people. Yeah, people pollution. She's had that from somewhere. She's read that somewhere she and picked that it up as from? a hick new oh, phrase. Lingo. Yes. Um, she also can't believe that Bonnie Langsford is in EastEnders. She flicked it on by mistake. She went, "It's." I think it's Bonnie Langsford. I said, yeah, yeah, she's in EastEnders. Mum said, I saw her in Spam a lot. I, do you know, I don't watch any soaps. I only watch Coronation They're Street. They're so popular here, aren't I they? Love, I love Coronation Street with every fibre of my being. It's part of who I am. Really? Yeah, I've watched it since I was seven. Really? Yeah, because we could stay up late if it was on. Because you knew if you could just push it, there was no record and rewatch television back then. Oh, there no. was none of that back then, was there? Forget it. It was a very complicated VHS recorder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've had, we've lost many a family video to Coronation Street and like other shows. It was very complicated to program, though, wasn't it? And mm. quite often you would tape what was on at the same time on the other channel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or if you were like. I mean, we had a video recorder on two TVs, one upstairs, one downstairs. So you could, like, it was with Dad. With Advanced. The well, yeah. It was not behind wow. at Ken and Sheila's, let me tell you. Bang and Olsen, stand back. <laughs> But it was, I think it was for dad and the football. And Sheila mm. was like, but I want to record, you know, my interior shows because interior shows were big. Changing rooms. Our favourite. Yeah. Um, yes, but TV, the kids today, they don't know they were born <laughs> because literally you don't even have to buy a film. You just click a few buttons. There yeah. it is. You, you mean- had to be down that VHS shop. And if you forgot your membership card, there's no chance you were getting a film out. Forget it. We Go didn't have home. any of that blockbuster. You missed it on telly. You missed it tough no going back hocus pocus 7pm on sunday damn i missed it i've missed the first 20 minutes i'll never catch up now awful terrible oh god (laughs) weren't you supposed to tape something for jake yeah um he messaged me he's in (laughs) thailand at the moment he was like made in chelsea's on tonight you needed to record it i got up this morning bleary eyed you know what i'm like in the morning yes literally went to record it no not there i was like what are you doing i was like i've just got out of bed to record this Oh, I'm sorry, I got the wrong time. It's wrong day because I'm a day ahead. <laughs> threw the phone down. I was like, oh. I'm going back to Talk bed. Talk to me later. Yeah. I'm not a slave with the remote control, darling. <laughs> you can catch up when you get back. Why isn't it on Series Link, Jake? A bit of an oversight there. I think he wanted me to put it on Series Link. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> Series Link. It's all so clever now, isn't it? Well, do you know, I was helping someone the other day pick a TV that is also a mirror. And then you pick the frame and you just click on this button and the mirror becomes the TV. That's ridiculous. Just what? call me money, Penny. Does, does it have a camera in then? Is it like a selfie? No, it's like a normal mirror. Yeah. But the, the screen of the TV is a mirror. Oh, I see. So then when you click the TV on, the mirror goes. Yes. Like almost like the clever mirrors that they use in cells. Oh, okay, like the two-way mirrors. Yeah. yeah. When doing... I'd, I'd be rubbish in a cell, to be honest, because I'd be like, God, look at my brows, don't they need doing? I'd yeah. be looking at my skin, they'd be like, God, what is this one? He He's a psycho killer, this yeah. one. He Look at him. He did it, I'm telling you, he did it. The two-way glass. I just make too much... Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, 
turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Noise behind it. They'd know that I was there. I'd fall over or something. And go, Sorry, no, I'll go. Shh, shh, shh. How's Sheila? Sheila has made culinary leaps and bounds this week. What, after the fry-up? Oh, yeah. Well, I know we're talking two sections of food, but um, Sheila has recently relit her love of fish in a bag. Fish in a bag, fry up. She's going back to her roots, is that Sheila? Now, the thing is, it's posh fish in a bag because you can get it in Waitrose. You buy your fish and then they say, what butter do you want with it? And then they seal it there and then in a bag. Yes, I've and then, seen this. She messaged me and she, because I was going home and she was like, oh, it's in the, it's in the fridge fish in the bag put it in I said fish in a bag you must be bloody joking <laughs> and then in it went god it was gorgeous I bet it was and then she's got this new trick with um roast potatoes where she's bought this like packet of herbs and then what you do is you boil potatoes down shake off the thing and you have to shake the pan so you get fluffy and then you put this spice stuff over the top from m yeah and then you whack them in and it's the luscious roast potatoes ever well I have been up and down every aisle of M&S here. You can't get them. Phoned her. She was like, I'll go and get you some. Yes. I'll get you some. Because... Put some in the post. And I was like, you sure? I'm sure they'll sell them in London. No, because we're in the countryside. We have roast potatoes. Do you know what I think it is? I think it's a very big Marks and Spencers you need. It's no good messing about with an M&S Simply Food around here. Or the petrol station ones. They're not going to have them. Oh. Also, I, don't, I asked her to send me a picture of the, um, of the packet. Yeah. Can't you order it online? Oh, I can't. No, that. fair enough. I like going in. Yeah. I like an M&S. M&S is a slow stroll. It is, actually. It's not a quick shop. No. It's a slow stroll up and down those aisles. Marks & Spencer's here in England is a food shop and, a, you know, a general department store, and, really. I mean, a national treasure. But really, the food mm. is next level. Well, it's not just food, is it? No. no. <laughs> do you know, I think Marks & Spencer's do the best cookies in the world. Yeah, I think I'd probably get... I, th- I think I'd second that. In the big sealed bag. Gorgeous. I would be... You know, like Cyril Sneer from the raccoons when he dives into the pit of coins? <laughs> I would be Cyril Sneer with cookies. 
Absolutely the best reference you've ever done on the show, ever. <laughs> just, you've peaked there. That is peak reference. Just amazing. Hashtag throwback. This is the throwback one, isn't it? We're talking about VHS, Cyril Sneer. Yeah. It's all in there. I know. <laughs> Shall we do news from the north? Oh, my God. Let's. Go on. You go first. Okay. This one comes from the News and Star Cumbria. Grand Tour showcases Cumbria's delights. Cumbria's history is as much of a tourist attraction as it is beauty. And Carol Donnelly has spent more than half her lifetime telling visitors all about it. Stephen Blees met her. Okay. (laughs) I thought there was some romantic. Met her, they fell in love over historical interest. Our Kaza is a tour guide in the Lake District. Just to paint the picture. I love her. As a teenager, Carol Donnelly used to see the coaches driving through the Lake District with a tour guide at the front. She's quite the observer. Yes. I used to think I'd like to do that job, telling people what a lovely country this is, she recalls. But she never dreamed that she would, or to a mild embarrassment, that she would be awarded an MBE for her efforts. Oh, bless her! Her mild embarrassment? Own it, sister. Get that MBE, swing it above your head and drink bubbles. Come on. (laughs) Carol has spent 38 years leading tours around the Lake District and Southern Scotland so far. Now, age 73, she's still full of energy, obviously having a quinoa, as she talks about (laughs) the delights of the region and the importance of telling its stories to visitors. She comes across as one of nature's teachers. (laughs) As she stresses repeatedly that it's not all down to her, but to the other tour guys she's worked with. Oh, don't be modest, Carol! She's thanking the little people that helped her get there. (laughs) But if... This is where it gets good. But if it hadn't been for the eye problem, life might have turned out very differently. Tell me more. Is this Carol's deep and sinister past? She used to be a pirate. We rambled all over the Lake District, she says. History and geography were always my interest and I liked the landscape. Carol pursued two careers simultaneously. Multitask. Um, She became an apprentice in the drawing office of Barrow's... (laughs) She became an apprentice in the drawing office of Barrow's shipbuilders. Vickers Armstrong. Right. <laughs> um, meanwhile, in the evening, she studied de- dressmaking and tailoring. When she and her husband, Peter, moved to Cheshire, she took a teaching qualification allowing her to teach dressmaking. This goes on and on and on about how she <laughs> I mean, this is pretty much grown. Carol's CV going yeah, on Yeah, pretty much. Um, looking back, there was a period when so much was happening, she reflects. It was a dynamic time for tourism. I'll always be grateful I was in the right place at the right time. Gorgeous. There were lots of people from overseas. You'd walk around the town and hear all kinds of foreign languages. In 1990, English Heritage recruited them to conduct guided tours of Carlisle Castle, which ran for the next 23 years. Again, Again, we're going into more detail about Carol's CV. Then in 1998, suddenly and unexpectedly, the council cut back on tourism. Carol and others lost their jobs. It was very upsetting. Everyone was shocked. But some of the tour guides asked if I would continue to organise them. So, in 1999, I set up Open Book Visitor Guiding. Clever egg. Oh, she's such... I don't know if I like her because she's like one of these annoying goody goodies. Yeah. The company is still busy. At the same time, an inspiration. Yeah. I wonder if she does it in a wedge. The company is still busy, (laughs) but she finds tourism in general in Cumbria is not what is in the booming years. There's been a recession and there's a lot more competition out there now. There's people with a lot more money to advertise themselves and it can be up and down for all sorts of reasons. Foot and mouth or floods (laughs) or the scare at Stellarfield. The scare at Stellarfield? God, you don't even want to know what that was, do you? Terrifying. Um, Yet, 
there's still interest, especially among people from elsewhere in Britain. So it was an unpleasant surprise that when a that when the AD one two two bus from Carlisle to Hadrian's Wall was abruptly cancelled in two thousand and fourteen. Gutted. I went to the tourist office and there was people there crying. They'd been looking forward to visiting. Oh God. <laughs> so she was organi- so she organised a minibus offering a direct link from Carlisle to the wall during August. <laughs> Get in the back of the van, Sandra. Pay us fifty quid. <laughs> Last year, with the money from the Sustainable Transport Fund, it was able to run from June to September, and this year will be running over the same months with an extra stop at Lancrast on the way. Of course, there are always people who want to go on holiday just to visit the shops and pubs and restaurants or who would rather explore the place for themselves. But Carol finds there are plenty who are keen to learn about our history. It's essential to get people here and have a wonderful time. And it's great if we can be part of that. We want them to leave with happy memories so they'll go home and tell other people about it. And she wouldn't still be doing it she adds if she didn't enjoy it i like people it's great if you can make a difference to their holiday oh i want to go and see her i don't (laughs) i'll go alone i like people no thanks (laughs) um now as mentioned earlier i'm going to use my scottish pass Right, which occasionally happens because news well, from the north. You, you're using a wee Scottish pass. <laughs> Holy cow! I, I am, yeah, for one night only. For one night only. For one night only. <laughs> um, so, what news from the north generally comes obviously from the north of England. Um, however, occasionally we go further afield and we venture up to Scotland. Right, occasionally we cross the borders. We do. We cross over. I can't. I used to be quite good at Scotland. I'm going to give up now. So this has come from Edinburgh, right? Right. A two-foot-long snake is found in a cutlery drawer in Leith. Oh, my God. (laughs) A woman with a fear of snakes, very unfortunate, discovered a two-foot-long king snake (laughs) curled up in a kitchen drawer. Oh, my gosh. She was making dinner in a flat in the Leith area of Edinburgh when she made the discovery. The woman called for a friend to help contain the animal, only to find it had disappeared. (gasps) I think that's worse. Where's it gone? Where where in my house is it? It was later found in a cupboard and is now being cared for by the (laughs) Scottish SPCA, which has named it Zack while they try and trace the owner. The California king snake is non-venomous, but it can bite... And rattle its tail. Oh, my. It's thought to have squeezed through the pipework in the block of flats. Fiona Thorburn of the Scottish SPCA said the lady was just about to have a dinner and got a real fright when she reached into the cutlery drawer to grab cutlery and found Zach curled up on the knives and forks. Oh, can you imagine? (laughs) You'd be petrified. You'd throw it, wouldn't you? As you... (laughs) As she had a phobia of snakes, she called a friend to help contain him to only discover that it disappeared. Thankfully, they managed to locate him in a cupboard elsewhere in the kitchen before he sneaked away. Zach is quite large for an escapee, and it's usually smaller snakes that can squeeze through pipework into flats. However, all snakes can be really good escape artists, so there's every chance Zach has her owner nearby who is looking for him. Zach, aka Houdini. Yes. Oh, can you can what you is it imagine? With two foot animals. Two foot rat last week. There's a factory somewhere making experiments <laughs> on animals and then releasing two them. Two foot long. No more. No less. <laughs>
Oh, that's absolutely petrifying. It is, isn't it? It's honestly to go and get you. I'd th- I'd, I mean, what would you do with the cutlery? You'd have to bleach the lot. Oh, God. do you know what started me giggling is when you said a snake phobia. Do you remember the news from the north when the woman had the fear of cakes? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bless her. She's trying to overcome it before her wedding day. And she worked in the supermarket, didn't she? <laughs> she did. She worked in the supermarket. <laughs> she couldn't go down the aisle. Don't put me on aisle ten. No. Oh no. Actually, she can't go down. Sorry, uh, Stacey can't go down aisle ten. We'll we'll take you off that. Aisle today. ten is full of sponge and whipped yeah. goods. <laughs> but the thing is, we read it, and all we could think was how much we wanted cake. That's all we could yeah, think on the turn. <laughs> um, right. Would you like to play? Would you rather? Always. Okay. Would you rather go back in time and meet your ancestors? Oh, God, this is going to be good. Or go way into the future and meet your great-grandchildren. Oh, Oh my God, I don't want to pick. I don't want to pick. This is so difficult. This is the the hardest one. It's good, isn't it? Do you know? You know when celebs have to do those shows and they've got to, like, who 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 do you think think you you are? are? God, I would die. I'd love Wouldn't it. you just die? Do you know what, though? Some celebrities have applied and they've obviously done the research to see what they can find and they're just too boring. <laughs> Rubbish pass. Yeah, they're just like... Basic. Yeah, everybody worked down the mines. They were all fine. I reckon there's a few twisted secrets in my family. Yes. Definitely. Mm. Um, but it's whether you want to know mm-hmm. I have further details for you on this. Oh. Your ancestors yeah. are pre-1800s. Whoa. Right, and your future yeah. is post two thousand two hundred. So you go into. The oh future. my god, this is so difficult. It's good, isn't it? Do you know what? I'm just going to base it on what did I prefer, Flintstones or the Jetsons? <laughs> and I preferred the Jetsons, so I'm going with the future because actually, if you think about it, mm-hmm. I'm quite a civilized person, and to go back before the 1800s, yeah, it's going to smell. Oh, awful. it's going to smell. They're rotten. going to be dirty. They're not going to have any teeth, and you're not even really going to look like them that much. Do you well, know what I mean? You'd... Imagine if you did that. Imagine if you got back there and there they were in britches and a wig. But also, I couldn't really skip around in those times. I'd be burnt at the state, wouldn't I? Yeah. Oh. Witch! Burn, burn! <laughs> um, so I'm going to go future. Also, I reckon I'd look good in a bit of silver PVC. Yeah, because that's what everybody wears in the future. Yeah. Isn't it? That, that is the future. Talking cats, the whole shebang. Yeah, totally. Jetsons. You what would you the... do? Uh, I'd go back. I'd go to the past. You know what I'm like. I'm no good on the snappy chat. I'm no good at the future. I'm barely, I'm too, You're I'm behind bring back the now. Quill. Oh, I'd be back there. I'd die of syphilis within half an hour. I'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, thank you so much for listening to the podcast, as always. Um, we love you for doing it. And we love it when you write to us. Oh, my God. We absolutely love it. If you want to tweet us, it's at Jules Von Hepp and at this Sarah Powell. And we literally, like, I nearly killed over the other day when I was shopping in Savages. It's so wonderful getting tweets from you guys. But if you want to write to us... Well, then, knock yourselves out. Not literally. Um, Jules and Sarah, P.O. Box 66747, London, NW5, 9GH. Gorgeous, I, do, I love it, I love really it. Really gorgeous. Um, so, listen, yes, please do write to us because we'd love that. We always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? Word. Ah, oh, good. What is it? Bubbles. <laughs> do you fancy one? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. I'm taking my co-host out for some bubbles. 
<laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thank um, we you. love you very, very much, and we will see you next time. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.